0: Previously, on the J and Dan podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yorkville now, for those who don't know Toronto, is like the swanky shopping district. But in the 60s, it
2: was like the hippie area. They're all just hanging out in front of Mr. Sub. Mm-hmm. Hey man, peace and love, brother. Let's go get a six-inch meatball. Mm-hmm. And you gotta get that chocolate milk. Oh, you ain't had that man. man? Mm-hmm. No, they got cookies. They got, uh... And if you go in there at the right time, and they're about to close up, Prim will give them to you for free. Yeah. Prim <laughs> right now is like, <laughs> f*** you, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Flew into Toronto, but I'd never been to a training camp, and so I didn't know one single player on the team. And got to Maple Leaf Gardens, missed the morning skate, walked in the front door of Maple Leaf Gardens with my hockey bag and said,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Jim, yeah. any thought? Where do, where do you? How do you feel about uh, polygamy? You know, you guys share some crazy uh, hallucinogens. One thing leads to another. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Holy! Yeah. Dance.
2: Dance. Ah. It's the Jay and Dan Podcast for the week of April 29th. Can we get Salino and Barnes on the line? Injury internees, one 888 true story, on the way to this podcast, I had a slip and fall on a mop floor in the Bell building. Oh, perfect. And my, my arm is f- It hurts. Man, this is a great way for
1: you to go out suing Bell Media. God, that would be awesome. And really, for most people, I think, exactly how they expected you to go out. <laughs> There's gotta be
2: cameras in every hallway, right? Uh, I guess. The guy came out from his little mop station, he's like... Yeah, because I'm like, (laughs) ah, he's like, what happened? I'm like, I just fell. It's like, but you saw that the floor was wet. No, there was no signs. Nothing. There was only one little corner that was done. It was hidden. But no, I came around a corner. It was a blind corner.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So you got a pretty good case then. Let's call up, uh, di- how about Diamond and Diamond injury lawyers?
2: What is the protocol? What am I supposed to do? I you let call my- up
1: Diamond and Diamond and an extremely attractive lawyer will call you back. Have you seen those Diamond and Diamond ads? Mm-hmm. Find me an ugly person in the bunch. The-, <laughs> the cast of L.A. Law was like a bunch of f- bottom feeders compared to the Diamond and Diamond crew. Are those all actors? They're not really the lawyers, are you Real lawyers. Now, Salino and Barnes, they do it right. They just put their ugly faces <laughs> right on those billboards all over Buffalo. Did we ever get to the bottom of what happened to Celino for a while? I had to leave Salino and Barnes, and it was just called the Barnes Firm for a while? I did, Mernou. And then all of a sudden, it was Salino and Barnes again, but they didn't say anything. They were just like, yep, nothing to see here. He was always <laughs> here. I'm like, but I just saw ads for the Barnes Firm for like here. Nope, that... That must be you, dreaming. Do you have to
2: step away from the law sometimes? I think maybe he got a little in, get in a little too deep. <laughs> got in too deep. Hey, I wouldn't talk ab- about a lawyer on the here. I'm not afraid of those f-
1: <laughs> Bring it on. Cut to. <laughs> Cut to. The
2: Jan Dan Podcast. The Dan Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by... <laughs> What's the protocol? Do I let my uh, de- my uh, department manager know that I fell?
1: You don't want to do that because they're not on your side. They're on uh, they're on corporate side, right? Oh, Ooh, yeah, you're hurting. The
2: pain's Owie. getting worse.
1: Ooh, first thing you got to do, we got to get you to a very crooked doctor immediately. One who's uh, willing to be uh, uh, to put down a, a little embellishment on the old uh, medical report for old Danny O'Toole. Uh, he's got. Uh, uh, a broken
2: shoulder I have bad knees, so I went down on the one knee and my uh my shoulder locked behind me trying to trying to brace myself, so I got a knee and a shoulder issue.
1: I think you have a pretty nice case here i if I were the Bell Media Executives, and I know they listen to this podcast. I would be looking to make amends and settle this out of court as quickly as possible.
2: Yeah, because they'd say, Here's a hundred grand,
1: um, this never happened, right? That's all you're gonna take from these guys? What are you what is this small claims court in Omaha?
2: Here's half a million dollars. Yes. Let's who are you, Kramer?
1: <laughs> They've got insurance for this. Exactly. A big insurance. The kind of insurance that's gonna allow you to retire and By the bakery in Orono. you got to update everybody on the latest.
2: But wait. We can't say much more about the injury because they might use this in court proceedings. They'll say, hey, he was laughing it off. I'm not laughing because I'm in pain.
1: I I think, A, for sure they're going to use this. And I will be called in to testify. (laughs) And at the last minute, I will testify against you. It was all a lie. He lied. I didn't see anything. Everything's a lie. And, uh, I, but, and I'll do it for no reason other than it's just funny. <laughs> I do have an update as to why they broke up for a while, Selino and Barnes. Okay, oh, okay, here we go Apparently, Christoph. Uh, And Christoph. And Christoph, uh, not feeling so well, everybody. Not so send feeling me your so well, wishes. not se- sounding so well, but longtime partner Stephen Barnes was trying to poach clients and staff arguing that the Salino name is better than the Barnes name. <laughs> So that was at the. I'm uh, why they come here. So wait, so he was trying to poach staff. So they split, but then how did they come back together? They were just like, ah, "I'm sorry, I tried to steal all the staff and all the clients." I guess just the eight 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 sounds better. It sounds good. Them. Everyone knows the Massalino and Barnes. They probably agreed, like, "All right, this is how people know us. You don't like me, I don't like you, but uh,
2: god damn it, we're making a shit ton of money." So when they split up, one of them couldn't keep the number? I don't know. It was a new number with an extension? I am going to have to do more digging on I'm this, not sure. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know that much
1: about it. I do know that you'll be calling them 180 Can we hear a Selino Barnes? <laughs> Just for people who maybe don't know Selino and Barnes. I think they become kind of nationally famous.
2: Selino and Barnes injury But they days. are from
1: West Western New York, right? They are from Buffalo. Yes. I but, so. but they've become sort of nationally famous. I still don't understand how that can works they can right. fight cases in Canada. Again, I, I say push diamond and diamond
2: <laughs> injury attorneys. I can't even drink with that arm Ooh, now. Two,
0: Vino and Barnes, attorneys, 800-888-888. 800-888-888. Don't wait.
1: Call eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Hey, How uh, excited were they when they locked down that number, though? Oh, my god, That's a gold moment. Well, well then t- William Mattar copied them with 444 Ah, hurt in a car, call William Matar. That's the one.
2: Right, right. Dan, going back to uh, bakery, let's oh, right. Let's talk about this. Yeah, someone sent us a tweet on uh, Monday saying the Orno Bakery is for sale. I wandered down. I don't see a for sale sign, and it's closed on Mondays, so I'll get... I'll get to the bottom scoop of it, tomorrow.
1: This this tomorrow. Um, this came out of left field for you. By the way, Brett Brown, Sixers head coach, he looks like the Travago guy after his DUI right now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks rough. St- he does. He looks real rough. So if you're Ooh. keeping
2: track of everything in Orono, my, uh, my little town, the bank gone. As everyone is at home. Insurance agency gone. Grocery store gone. LCBO gone. All since you moved to town less than two years. The bakery ago. might be gone. As producer Tim said on the conference call today, I could be playing a real life game of Monopoly right now,
1: buying up the whole town and the railroad. He wanted you to buy the railroads <laughs> That's right. first. The railroad did. It, it left years. The ago. railroads. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm the. Mayor. Are you concerned you're going to be the last person standing in the town? Like, well, there's
2: still humans, just no stores. That doesn't seem like a town anymore, more of a commune. Well, it's just a community with no... It's, it would just be like a bedroom community, like in any subdivision that doesn't have stores. Right. We just have vacant stores. Right, okay. Maybe it could be like an old West town. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. come into town, you're oh. like, hey, you might get shot, you might not, but it's just for fun. Come
1: have a drink at our saloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put you in jail. it will be fun. Ooh, Toolsy's still Stop. suffering. Stop, you have
2: any anti-inflammatories? Big time.
1: I have uh, antibiotics. Mm, no, I don't. Ooh. Penicillin? But if they make it worse, it might help you lawsuit. That's true, <laughs> that's true. Well,
2: Then you, I can you sue t- you. Don't. I'll sue you as well. Wow,
1: that, that's <laughs> tons to win there. I, was, I don't know if that's going to be your financial
2: windfall. <laughs> You're
1: going to love that Kia Forte, then. Oh, I that could be nice. Vehicle. Yeah, a nice
2: Korean vehicle. Mm. Uh, another podcast tonight. I guess I'll pick you up, stuff. Since I own your vehicle now.
1: That's how Salino and Barnes are. They're like, all right, I'll pick you up. Yeah, we're back together. Salino and Barnes.
2: Here we are again. Hey, before we get to our guest... Game of Thrones, obviously, was a, it was a big episode Sunday night. When did the rules on the internet change about spoilers? Did this just happen now? I'm
1: glad you brought this up. I, I wanted to talk about this, too, because it seems to me that up until this year or this viewing cycle of Game of Thrones, it was sort of agreed that you wouldn't spoil things yes. on, the Common th- sense. on the Twitters. Just don't spoil things. And then last night, our pal Kara Wagland, Wags, articulated uh, sort of the new world order of Twitter, which is, hey, if you're on Twitter while the show's on, anything goes. Okay, that's fair, but when did this all get decided? Like, when when did we decide? Now, you know what? Because it really comes down to Twitter's a community of people now who are in a, a bubble, they're talking to each other, And they want to talk to each other about this show they're watching. And so, spoilers, they're all... Anything goes now. Anything goes.
2: I'm against that philosophy because we use Twitter to get quotes, to get stats. Yeah, we use it for work. You find little tidbits about a game, then you throw it into a highlight pack, or you throw it into the show, or you throw it into a discussion that's happening. You can't just shut off the entire device because of one show and people spoil it. I guess the thing I... I don't understand—is why do people spoil things just to be? A- but I think they want to have a conversation, and people can all join in and say, "Oh yeah, I can't believe that happened." But
1: but we had a conversation—a brief one—on our conference call today. I've had conversations on the phone or via text with my friends about the show last night, but I don't feel the need to go on social media and have a conversation with the world. Thousand percent. I guess I think these people are just lonely. No, I'm being serious. Like I think it's lonely people who don't have anyone else to talk to about this show want to ruin the viewing experience for people who can't get to it immediately when it airs. Because that was our old pal Pat Muldowney said. Well, if you can't watch it when it airs and you log on social media, that's on you. (laughs) Well, what if I had to work? Which I
2: I did. That's your fault for having having a job.
1: That's on you. But,
2: but I can watch the show because I have a job and I have to pay the cable. That's your fault.
1: F*** you. Now here's who dies.
2: <laughs> but then
1: there's the other side of it. I was on... Uh, I'm not going to be able to see... I, I'm so excited to see this Avengers movie. I haven't had a chance to see it. And I won't see it for a couple of weeks because my friend is coming from Edmonton. He wants to see it with me. It sounds really lame, but that's Wilkes-y? what we You got to read Wilkins. So, uh, so I can't see for two weeks, but and I'm aware that things are going to get spoiled for me. I I, I know I'm not going to go in totally fresh. It's two weeks after the movie opens. That's fair, but 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 on our comment section of the Jay and Dan Instagram page, people are like commenting on videos we post and then following it up with, and this person dies. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Like they're be, they're spoiling things in comment sections that have just nothing to do with the movie. Nothing to do. No, no, no. They do have something to do with the movie, but nothing to do with the, what they're commenting on on the video on the Instagram. <laughs> they're just throwing it in there to be an. A- <laughs> I was like, well, that's a sociopath.
2: That person should be locked up. Oh, the stars won. Nice. By the way, I f- your mom. Mm. That's kind of what he did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny post guys by the way Dan O'Toole has shoulder tinnitus
3: did you see
2: him?
1: okay let's get to our guest his name is Nabil Kareem he is a former employee here at TSN Sell out. and now he is off to ESPN in Bristol Connecticut is an anchor, a future star broadcaster.
2: Terrific guy. Yeah.
1: Great guy. Vancouver boy.
2: And we were like the buffer pope for him. We took the heat for going to the States, so now he doesn't have to. We were like lead blockers.
1: Yeah. I'll be curious to, to see if he's received any heat, any, any sellout heat like we got. Yeah. You, you're still bitter about that. Saw guy it never t- bothered
2: me. Side guy uh, today, speaking of the devil, on the street, has running to pay for parking. And he's like, hey, didn't you go to the States? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm "Like, sorry about your buds, because he was wearing a Leaf jersey. I'm just like, I'm not getting into this conversation. Uh, sorry about your buds.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to get out of uh, all conversations yeah. on the street. In Toronto. I feel bad because we've called Nabil in the, in the middle of this basketball game. No, it's perfect. It's at halftime. Oh, perfect. So Nabil will be uh, taking a break. Um, you know, his his, uh, his son is in bed. He's kicking back with a tall, cold, cool slice. <laughs> That's the new summer beverage. And uh, he's hanging out and he's going to talk to us. Nabil Kareem, how are you?
4: You know that picture you just painted was completely wrong. Oh, so, what, I haven't what are you watched doing? any of the game. I haven't watched any of the game.
1: Oh, okay. You don't um, want us to spoil it for you. The Raptors <laughs> lost. <right. laughs> my son is my son is
4: still awake. Oh no. Uh, and yeah, we uh we played a little hooky from school today and he's probably doing the same thing tomorrow. Um, and the beverage that you mentioned, Cooper's light, which is amazing, is not the beverage that I'm having right now. So
1: well,
2: what are you having? So, a milk?
1: You, a little chocolate milk? No. I'm having whiskey, if that's... Oh, oh nice. What, what kind? kind? Yeah, what kind of whiskey do you like?
2: I'm
4: uh I'm a big whiskey guy. I got uh, O'Ban right now. Ooh. Big, uh,
2: O'Ban.
4: Yeah, Oban's
2: yeah. Do you, you drink any take... on the rocks? What are you drinking? Rocks. Rock. Nice. Rocks. rocks,
1: yeah. How many of those um, are big... deep what? are you in uh, right now? Five, six... Two and a half Nice um, Ooh All right Yeah it's not bad This is
4: my last night in Toronto man This is my
1: last night in Toronto
4: This is amazing um,
1: Are you moving tomorrow? I'm literally moving
4: tomorrow Which <sighs> is why I'm all watching the game And I'm doing all this last minute packing um, I'm finishing with as much booze as possible Because I can't take the booze That's with right me. You
2: can't bring liquids right. or aerosols
4: No, it's ridiculous. I gave away my leather uh, conditioner, too, which was tough. (laughs) Even though it's like three bucks, I give it to my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law will take anything. Like, he doesn't even need it, but he took it anyway, just because he's he's brown, right? So we like to save everything. before.
2: And I still Um, have your belt. I've got to get that belt to you before the morning. Oh. You know...
4: The thing about that belt was that I thought it was a great gesture. Like, you were in need of something,
0: right? Can can you guys set up the story a a bit? Yes.
2: One night I showed up at work. I realized I wore a belt to a wedding or something. It was still at home. I needed a black belt. Went over to the newsroom. bills like, actually, I've got an extra belt here, and I still have that belt. Continue. What a story.
4: And and here's the funny (laughs) thing is, like, I I come dressed for work. So it's not like I have, like, my wardrobe at work when I was at TSN. I, I came dressed for work. And by chance that day, I had an extra belt. And by chance, I have never seen it again. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm never bringing extra clothes to work. I, like, I don't even know how to like approach this because I actually like that belt. Oh, even no. though it was, it was a gift, actually. Yeah. And I was just like, it's, just, it's kind of weird because I've seen him, but he doesn't bring it up unless <laughs> we're on, on like social media, which means I'm never getting it back.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Uh, He's using it as a comedy tool now, a prop. Here's like the thing. Top. I've
2: never worn it since. I wore, I wore it once. What what a well, waste! That so, that's terrible. Yeah. I know. Why would you even say that? I would have <laughs> kept that information myself. Uh, so, Nabil, We were talking before you came on, and uh, I said we were like the buffer pope for you on the move to the stage. We got all the heat. We got called sellouts uh, for leaving. Yeah. Have you got the sellout uh, thrown at you yet?
4: No, it's it's weird, man. Like um, it, it took a while for me to be able to uh, like kind of announced it or whatever on social media just because I was waiting for immigration. Um, but I did this past week, and honestly, I, I got a lot of love, which was kind of cool. I uh, didn't expect that, but I, I didn't really get to I got a couple, you know, like, oh, great, never going to see hockey again or, or, or whatever, things like that. But, um, yeah, I feel like but you guys were a way bigger deal. Like, you guys, what you guys did was huge. Like, I remember if I'm not... Uh, if I'm not incorrect, or because the whiskey's starting to kick in, uh, you guys, by the end of this call, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Uh, you, you guys were on a billboard in like Times Square.
1: That's you know, true. Right? That's true. You um, guys
4: were a huge, and when you guys did it, it was it was pretty. I mean. I
1: should mention by the time remember, right? by the time we got on that billboard in Times Square, it was already over.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we were like, "Why are they doing this?" Okay, so you're you're going to ESPN. Congratulations, buddy! Everyone here is so Thanks, happy man. for you. Uh, do you know what you're going to be doing there?
4: I'm going to be doing SportsCenter there to start. So. I don't know what my schedule is like in the first little bit. It, it's kind of funny because um, I talked to a few people there and, and they're kind of like, oh, easy, man, which is completely the opposite uh, of what happened at TSN. I think my second day at TSN was doing like a six o'clock show, which is pretty heavy plate for somebody who just come in who used to do updates at CBC. Uh, so the approach is a little bit different there, but I mean, you know, they have a lot more resources and things like that. So um, I will be doing sports center. I, I don't know the shift or anything like that at this point, but I think it's, Starting with that and hopefully uh, maybe some backup studio work, that kind of thing, which would be really cool for me, which, um, as you guys know, like I'm, I like doing that kind of stuff.
1: And uh, how's your family feel? Is your family coming with you? Your, your wife's a doctor. She's really the breadwinner here. Um, She's a
4: pharmacist.
1: Oh, I thought she was a doctor, Nabil. No, I wish. wish.
4: Okay. If you're a
2: pharmacist, you aren't. Label it as a doctor. Well, you can be, but not necessarily.
4: No, no, that's that's that whole chiropractor thing, and like (laughs) people know they're not they're not real doctors, right? (laughs) 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 You know, I have a really good friend who's a chiropractor. He's one of my best friends, Uh, and it's a constant uh, topic of conversation and how he, as soon as he graduated school, everything became doctor, like his Mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter everything uh he got his new credit card and his doctor yeah
1: and i'm like <laughs> chiropractor pushing it a little bit they always do that though like it's a little like thou doth protest too much kind of you know like you know, we get it you know we get your chiropractor
4: but, but i think I think doctors hate chiropractors. They do. They're like, no, you're not. No, yeah, there's,
1: there's tension, right? No, absolutely. You are bang on. They do not like chiropractors. They consider it voodoo medicine. Wacky. <laughs> Wacky medicine. I, I will
4: tell you, I will tell you something that's funny though with my best friend, um, uh, a year and a half ago, we're at this big community event where there's like thousands of people. Uh, the Aga Khan was coming into town and he went across Canada. Anyways, uh, you could volunteer for different things, so you could volunteer to to be on the medical team, you know, because there's so many people there, so they want all the medical professionals there. And he was really ticked off, because he's like, you know, I, I wanted to volunteer. I'm like, why didn't you volunteer? He's like, well. They put him at the lowest level possible. So they had the doctors, they had like the emergency doctors, they had nurses, and then they had like basically first aid. And he qualified for first aid. <laughs> and I basically yes! told him, dude, we have the same qualifications. We both can put a band-aid on at this point. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs>
4: so he was so offended that they didn't put him in the doctor category, he didn't let him mm. do rounds stuff because there were people who were sick that they brought from hospitals. Actually, I felt really good about that because I validated my uh, all my talk over the last couple of years.
1: And so, okay, my, that's my mistake. So, your your wife's a pharmacist. Will your family be coming with you? Will you be going uh, alone for a little while? How is that going to work?
4: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going alone. It, you know, we we made the decision because uh, you know my, my wife's uh, pregnant right now. And, and um,
1: congratulations, buddy!
4: Thank you, thank you. And so she's due mid June. And I don't know. Do you know the who the father
2: is already? yet?
1: Ah, we're going <laughs> to find out. Brian I Mudrick. Mean, <laughs> it's an awkward. The baby's <laughs> going to come out looking yeah. like PC leader Andrew Shear.
0: <laughs> well, but if it like it a brown, like brown version
1: of that. <laughs> <laughs> Money's teeth aren't real, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is the most fun I've had on the podcast by far. Okay, so, so when fun. are they going to move down? Sure. In
2: a couple years? A couple months? You know, I thought it'd be
4: a simple situation where, like, okay, we induce this labor a little quick. You know, hopefully like, they come, it comes out June 1st kind of thing. You know, next day, two days, whatever, once she's ready to go, they'll come down. No problem. Um, then I realized just two days ago... That uh, you know, you need a birth certificate, like the official birth certificate, mm. uh, to get a passport. Our kids obviously going to need a passport. Yeah. Um, the last thing we want to do is go <laughs> to the border without a passport with a newborn child. <laughs> um,
1: so that would be that pretty humorous.
4: <laughs> it would be for everybody else. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, yeah. So now they might be here like midsummer, which I'm kind of bummed about. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so um, yeah, because yeah,
2: you're moving to a place. Most of Canada probably have never been to Bristol, Connecticut. It's uh, yeah, it's an interesting place. But here's the thing: I've been to Connecticut a few times. Okay. Amaz- amazing homes on huge lots. Like they don't have um, the cookie cutter subdivisions that you see here in Ontario. Um, right. Th- there are some stunning places, and you have the option you could live in Hartford. Oh, yep. How far? Away. How far is Hartford from Bristol? About an hour. So no no, it's about twenty five minutes. What? So yeah, you gotta live in Hartford. Live,
4: no, I'm hundred percent living in Hartford. Um, Bristol. Uh, I mean, I spend a little bit of time there. It's, uh, it's Bristol. Um, most people don't. I don't think most people live around that area. Or if they do, maybe it's a bit of the outskirts. Uh, but yeah, most people, from what I've told, uh, been told is that they live in West Hartford or the, the, the nearby town called Avon, which is you know like ten minutes from West Hartford. Um, there's another place called Farmington, which is also 10 minutes away. It's all pretty close, but it's yeah, 25 minutes away from ESPN, which is great. And considering the traffic I'm coming from here in Toronto, mm. yes, because um, you're a cool West End
1: enough. guy, yeah. you, you'll be a you'll have a shorter commute. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and so you it, can and get, you're totally right about the homes too.
2: Yeah, and you can get season tickets to the Hartford Yard Goats. That's their baseball team. It's well, a be- beautiful a stadium, too. If
1: they, I mean, you're going to have some time on your hands if the fam's not down there right away. Here's my thought, and I said okay. this to you uh, when you told me that uh, your wife was pregnant again. I think you should switch it up. You guys should all go down there. You have the kid down there. You get that, that dual citizenship, and uh, and you ride the lightning, buddy. You just ride the lightning of that... Paid for American medical system. Do it. Yeah,
4: I, you know, and that's it, that's the thing too. I just told her today because now she's getting kind of emotional and, and so forth. And I'm like, "You want to just come with me? Yeah. Second <laughs> like, you want to just come with me?" And so uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the ride's out. She's she's really comfortable, obviously, with her doctor here yeah. and so forth. And her mom's now living here too, so yeah, she might be a little tough. ticked that she had to come down here and now just. Stay at home, by I
1: kind of think so. <laughs> <laughs> your mother-in-law, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mother-in-law. She's keep me out Well,
4: for, for three days, great. Thanks.
1: You are a, um, you are a Vancouver guy, and your your wife is from Vancouver too. So this is like, yep. uh, man, Hartford is a, a long way away from Vancouver. Like this is going to be <laughs> a big change for you.
4: I know, but you know what's it's, what's funny is like moving from I moved from Vancouver to Prince George to Winnipeg to Toronto. And as soon as I go to Toronto, I, like my, I had family in Toronto from before so I've come a few times to visit over the years. I love Toronto. It's so like Toronto for us and even for my wife now, it took her about a year to really love it. She came in 2011. But once she made friends and we explored the city and so forth, um, like we both really love Toronto. So Toronto is what we consider home. So it almost feels like we go to Vancouver less and less. And since we've got kids or have right. a kid, um, you know, our parents come here more and more. And, and I seem to see y'all... Uh, like I see all my friends usually anyways we do a boys trip or whatever so I go to Vancouver less and less not that it's not special to me or whatever but it you know Toronto's what I identify as home so to to be at Hartford I mean I'm an hour and a half away from Toronto really so it's, it's yeah. not too bad but the lifestyle is going to be very different when I went down there I was down there for about 5 days um it, it is very different than Toronto there's no doubt about that it's a lot slower um smaller obviously um but it does seem family oriented, which is nice. I think that's nice for us and being a young family and hopefully getting Adam involved in activities and so forth. So that's kind of the pitch. I love and it. I, and I tell friends. I tell friends though. I always tell them. They're like, "Oh yeah, we'll come visit." Which I think they're lying. Yeah, they so will. I'm always like, "Oh but, yeah." No <laughs> Most people don't even know where Connecticut is. Uh, no joke. Which I'm like, "You're grown. You're grown ass man. You should know. I have some idea where it is." <laughs> So I always have to tell him, yes, between New York and Boston, and then, like, oh, New York, how far are you from there? I'm like, well, hour 45, roughly, depending, something like that, like a drive or train ride. And they're like, oh, okay, we can meet in New York. And I'm like, all right, son, we'll meet in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to have to invest in an Airbnb in New York or something, because I don't think anyone's actually coming to no. Connecticut to see me. No. Oh
2: they no. will. No, they no, will. No one's coming. And you've got us beat on the move already, because you're going to be on a network um, and a show that people know exists.
4: Yeah. You know, you know what's funny? We never really got to chat about your experiences. Like, I, you guys have advice or, like, did any great... um I guess I came from that better. I mean, uh, the last people
1: you want to take advice from is us, but uh, <laughs> um, certainly I, I can't say enough about... Like, this is a massive generalization, and maybe, you know, it's not a... Direct correlation because there are people from California and people from the East Coast and maybe those people are different. But in general, I find Americans to be delightful. They and are they are I'm, amazing. I'm not even joking. I I find them to be yeah. more out. We are more reserved. We're very shy. Yeah, we we as Canadians are more reserved. We're we're just as nice as anyone on the planet. But we're definitely more reserved than than Americans are. And I loved the gregarious nature of Americans, the inclusiveness with which they met us and wanted to include us in friend groups and stuff. It was very easy to make friends down there, I thought. And uh, And, so I I think you're going to love it, personally. And booze is way cheaper. uh, That's a great point. You're going to be crazy. Your your scotch collection is just going to be unbelievable. And then you're going to
2: develop a drinking problem. When I was... When I yep. first moved down, I was married at the time, and I've told this story before. I'd go to the grocery store, and I'd come back with, like, ten bottles of booze, and my wife at the time would say, like, it's not going anywhere. Like, it's always going to be there, because you're like, this is such a deal. I need to get it all right now. Some of these
1: pieces yeah. of advice are very Dan-specific, <laughs> I should mention.
2: Them. No, you know what? No,
4: I, I totally feel you on that, because when I was in, when I went to Bristol, they brought me down for a week or whatever to come check out the area and, and so forth and my wife and, and son couldn't come at the time because she didn't get the time off of work or whatever and so I was down there for three or four years by myself and I spent a lot of time at liquor stores I, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
4: there's uh, there's one that's kind of like the LCBO there I think it's called like Total Wine and Spirits or
1: something oh, yeah, and, uh, yes. huge. Yeah, and
4: it's it's, yeah, it's much nicer. It's like LCBO on steroids. And Don't and then get I even me went started. To
1: Don't get me started on the, the LCBO. LCBO. <laughs> oh,
4: dude. it is. I mean, the, the thing I'm having right now, Ben, oh, that's the one I brought back. And it was half, I mean, if you're not doing the conversion, it's half the price. But even with the conversion, it was still, everything was so cheap. And it, you feel bad leaving there, not buying more. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean? That's
1: right. You're leaving money on the table I, almost.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, because I'm like, I'm, 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 that's going to happen to me for the first six months, and then when <laughs> my, my wife loves wine, so she's jonesing right now, just just waiting. As soon as yeah. this thing pops, I think she's going to just start chugging a bottle in, in the room there, because she is ready to go, and she knows that the wines are cheaper there.
2: Yeah. Okay, um, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Here's a little tip. Yeah. You get a really okay. nice bottle of wine for her to enjoy after she has the baby, and then you can celebrate with that bottle of wine together.
1: Right after, like immediately when she's just about
2: to breastfeed for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Or whenever she's ready. Uh, But get a really nice one. (laughs) She'll love it, and she'll remember that. Yeah. Yeah,
4: no, I'm I'm definitely going to do that. Um, I'm very interested to see um, her tolerance went up. Like, I think for my friend circle, people know me as the alcoholic, but then over (laughs) the last few years, I kind of scaled back a little bit because I wanted to be um, you know, a little more upstanding of a citizen, kind of, because I get a little belligerent. And then so <laughs> it, it kind of switched. She became like the weekly alcoholic as far as like drinking during the week. I would come home from TSN sometimes, and she's just sitting on the couch there, bright red lips, just <laughs> <laughs> off a bottle of wine. You know what I mean? And it didn't to her. And so now I'm just kind of wondering what her <laughs> tolerance would be at. And, you know how much she's going to be puking that, and that, hap- kind of
1: thing. that oh. happened to my wife too she could not handle any booze and she's right. chinese right so and then yeah. um <laughs> no it's true i mean let's be honest and then and then now she can she can drink quite regularly during the week actually a couple of glasses a night which is a lot yeah. for her so i'm thinking man you're in trouble once you guys get down to bristol
2: it's gonna be wild. I know.
1: Key parties I know. I every night, gonna... swinging, <laughs> swinging.
2: <laughs> I can't wait till ESPN hears this interview, and then they're like, uh, Nabella, you, you cancel your flight." Uh, yeah.
1: Well, uh. <laughs> um, listen, buddy, we I, go, we want to let yeah. you go because you are uh, you're obviously very busy and you're very kind to give us as much time as you did. But we just want to say, in all sincerity, I think you're a major, major talent. I really mean this. You're, I've always thought that you uh, were underutilized here at this network, and quite frankly, I'm thrilled that you're getting this opportunity. Uh, you deserve it uh, more than anyone here in my personal opinion we were lucky to have you so i wish you and Nazreen and adam and little jay uh (laughs) nothing but the best uh going forward i think you guys are gonna gonna love it down there and you're just gonna do great i
4: echo
2: those comments
4: um you know what's funny is that i came in got to do your show that one time and i was like man this is the life right here. I, I was like, if I got to this show one or two more times, I think, um, you know, it would have been a lot of fun and you guys got a nice setup there. So when I do need my exit plan, I'm going to be calling you guys for sure. <laughs>
1: you know what? Well, you can come, you know, if you want to come back and guest host, I mean, we producer Tim has some sort of phantom show budget that he doesn't spend <laughs> any pockets so we could maybe
2: pay out of pocket. Or when the bill comes back in a few years, you have a show with your name attached to it. That you just have to go to the States to get your name on the show.
4: Probably not going to happen. <laughs> Probably not going to happen.
1: Sponsored by Obans.
4: <laughs> hey, by the way, by the way, Jay, do you remember? Um, I don't, I'm running your segment long here, but like, um, do you remember when I texted you about Randy Moss when he first started working with you guys? Yes. Do you remember that? I was like totally geeking out because I was watching you guys. And You were working with Randy Moss, who just had started, I think, in the
1: industry. Yeah, he he and, worked with us. This that was sort of his first on-air gig when he came to work at Fox. That's right. Yeah.
4: And so I'm a huge Randy. That's my favorite player. So like, I didn't have a team growing up. I had like Randy Moss wherever he went. Like, I have a Randy Moss Open Raiders jersey, which is such a waste of money. <laughs> but um, if I like name drop him and be like, "Hey, you know, James and Dan are my guys, is that going to help me? Is that going to help me? Yeah, he liked us. He,
1: he did like yeah. us. I. I, I mean, just jog his memory. So, yeah, he might say,
2: remember those those losers. The the two Canadians, Jay and Daniel, worked with at Fox. and They'd be like,
1: "Oh yeah, he yeah. might get it. Yeah, he might get that." If you attach, I'll make you like my screensaver or something <laughs> on my phone in it. Yeah, that would be good. But he went in all sincerity. He was like, you know. You remember how Randy was, you know, with the media and stuff when he played. So I was a little skeptical. Like, is he gonna? What's he gonna be like? He could not have been nicer. He was such an awesome guy, and so
0: he was so professional.
1: Yeah, he's turned into a really good broadcaster. Yeah, I mean, he's he works hard. So and he's obviously talented. So he just kind of obviously comes naturally. Lots of different things: playing football, um, being a broadcaster. Being Nabil Kareem's new best friend.
4: I got to find a new best friend. That's the thing, too. Well, that's it. It's going to be Randy. How cool would that be? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, it's going to happen. You know about it. i would be posting
1: it all day Just You have a separate.
2: No, no. You got to play it cool. Like, yeah, whatever. This is no big deal.
1: Me and Rand. Like, you wouldn't even acknowledge who he is, you know, full name. (laughs) Or, Or just me and R. Me and R doing this.
4: But, like, inside, just bursting. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah.
1: exactly. Like, just,
4: just geeking out, total fanboy. Yeah.
1: Um, best of luck oh, uh, with the journey, it. my friend, and uh, with Thanks the a lot, new, new baby, and, uh, and keep drinking, uh, because uh, the <laughs> yeah. night is young. All right, buddy. Thanks, guys. Have hey, a great buddy. night. It's Nabil Kareem. Great job. I, he's, yeah, such a great guy. And oh, we never even got into he's the best dressed guy in the network. Oh, not even, it, it's not even a contest. Like,
2: we literally we look, look like, like hobos. We do. We look <laughs> like homeless people uh, next to him. I think we have to say, I think the, co- the political correct, polit- politically correct term is, you have to say hobo now. You can't say homeless people? No, because people say, oh, you're better than that. Hobo is like a non-existent person, but everyone knows what a hobo is. But I don't think hobo is a politically correct term. I don't
1: know. Is that what the... PC police have decided... Now everyone say hobo Because a hobo
2: is... A hobo is like a ride to the state. rails. Yeah, they don't really exist. Kind of like a hillbilly. No one admits they're a hillbilly. But if I say someone looks like a homeless
1: person, I'm not criticizing that person for being homeless. Hey, I... Am, I'm not saying that's... and You're less than me. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying, if you're a homeless person, you presumably aren't dressing as well as Nabil Correct. Kareem. <laughs> that's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Uh do we have do we have time did you download those things? Yes, I did. Okay. We found some more uh, clips. Oh, okay. Let's hear them from CKDJ. Um but I wanted to so are we making that when are we doing that announcement thing? Oh, then let's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At its so, point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um yeah, this is when I was in broadcasting school and um, I dug up a couple of these uh, here today. So let's just listen to one because I think we're running out of time. This one's good. Five
3: games in the air plus preseason. Oh, okay, pause Anything this. Anything can happen.
2: So this is uh, our uh, pregame show because we did the Ottawa 67s games. I downloaded this because I could not believe the commercial that aired. This is a real commercial that is coming up ah. that aired on our radio station. It's coming
3: Five up in the year-plus preseason. Anything can happen, and Peterborough definitely does have a chance to catch the Ottawa 67s. It's not over until the final game of the season, pretty much. Although, I have to say, with uh, seven points... The jump on you? the sixty seven. No, this is uh,
2: my uh, color commentator, Ron right, Johnson. Johnson. Four more games okay, the 67s, sounds so the authoritative. the 67s have
3: four games in hand, so that could easily turn into a great deal more points. In between the two clubs, it should be a great game tonight. Sixty sevens and Pete, just minutes away from the first period faceoff. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll have more of our. You guys sound exactly our, the sorry, same. game show. I was going to say first period intermission. <laughs> this is Ottawa Sixty sevens Hockey only on DJ.
0: Oh there, big boy. Where am
3: I? You're in Ottawa, sir. I'm hungry. I need food. Um, you should go to Chance's Art, sir. What the heck is that? Well, it's the best restaurant in the West End. They specialize in ribs. Ribs? I love ribs. They also make the best wings this side of Texas. Well, where is this joint? It's in Chopper City West, right across from Algonquin College. Hey,
0: boy. Come here.
3: Don't shoot me. I- I'm just a child.
0: Don't be silly. I just want to thank you for leading me to Chances Are. No
3: problem, sir. Now, nah, nah, could you get your horse off my foot? Giddy up. So that's what a real cowboy looks like. So long, stranger. For well, the best in ribs and wings,
2: head to Chances Are, located in Shopper's City West. Chances are you'll get more than you bargained for. Wait, that's you at the end. Yeah. Okay, that's that's I could
1: I recognized you at the end. That was long. That was like the longest
0: <laughs> ad I've ever heard.
1: It was like a whole western. Wow. So you guys put together some pretty nice ads.
2: <laughs> oh dear big boy. And was he saying, like, oh, don't come near me? Like, we're implying, like, he's going to get shot or molested? Uh, Yeah,
1: that's kind of where I thought they were going with it. I thought, (laughs) that's weird, but it was the 90s. Things were different
2: on the And it wasn't like (laughs) a... (laughs) Don't shoot me! I'm just a child! (laughs) And it wasn't a Western hangout. That's the restaurant that Brian Kilray owned, the uh, coach of the Ottawa 67s. It made no sense. And I heard that today, and I'm like... What were we doing? I'm just a child.
1: <laughs> so you guys wrote
2: that? Yes.
1: <laughs> and they were like, okay, good. That sounds like a good way to represent our restaurant. Go with it. <laughs> it's weird.
2: Oh, there, big boy.
1: Quality I, production, though.
2: I'm just a
3: child. <laughs> I'm just a child. Oh,
2: who is that? That was the guy who's doing the game with me. That was wrong. Oh, Really?
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Were there like three of you at the school? Or... <laughs> wow, that was pretty. That was a pretty nice one.
2: Yeah. So just is that, is that restaurant still open? Yeah. Remember we saw it uh, when we went there for the, uh, the live podcast. Um, we did. Well, I pointed it out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I can't believe that place is still... uh, It's right beside the college.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, they're still doing well. Oh,
2: dear, big boy.
1: I'm sure that ad has a lot to do with their (laughs) long-term success, frankly. You guys did them a favor.
2: It airs on a loop in the
1: vestibule when you enter. Uh, It should if it doesn't. (laughs) It's going to air on this podcast on a loop now.
2: Don't shoot me. Why would you even imply that you're going to get shot?
0: I mean, Come here!
1: Don't yeah, shoot me!
2: I'm just a child. <laughs> and
1: how would that child have so much information about a <laughs> restaurant that he's not the owner of? Or
2: can we? I'm a, just a child. Can we just hear the whole ad Doesn't one more time?
1: Work at?
2: Might as well. We got an extra minute here. Rack it back. Our, our story story: '67 hockey only on CKDJ. Oh there, big
3: boy. Where am I? You're in Ottawa, sir. I'm hungry. I need food. Um, you should go to Chances Art, sir. What the heck is that? Well, it's the best restaurant in the West End. They specialize in ribs. Ribs?
0: I love ribs.
3: They also make the best wings this side of Texas. Well, where is this joint? It's in Chopper City West, right across from Algonquin College. Hey,
0: boy. Come here.
3: Don't shoot me. I'm just a child.
0: Don't be silly. I just want to thank you for leading me to Chances R. No
3: problem, sir. Now, could you get your horse off my foot? Idiot. So that's what a real cowboy looks like. So long, stranger. For the best in ribs and wings, head to Chances R, located in
2: Shopper City West. Chances are you'll get more than you bargained for.
1: The best would be if there was an alternate take <laughs> In which the child did get shot
2: Why does the cowboy have to get close to him The to cowboy think of, gets close and then <laughs> Sorry kid <Come> here. Don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry kid
2: <laughs> And wouldn't the cowboy Realize he entered civilization When he When he goes to this place across back from college? the college Back in those days though he, There weren't street signs but to ask around. But the kid says it's across from the college. This cowboy should be saying what the f- is a college.
1: Yeah, he doesn't know. He just he's pretending he knows because he feels stupid. <laughs> People call him a dumb old cowboy all the time. He's got to fake his way through life. Poor cowboy. I bet you he adopted that kid. Took him on the run with him.
2: And that's the first cowboy the kid's ever seen.
1: Yeah, that kid's led a sheltered life other than the extensive knowledge he has about chances are rib restaurant.
2: Where am I? Did the cowboy travel into the future? I'm Where so am I? I've got so many questions.
1: Well, you're the one who wrote it.
2: <laughs>
1: I think our listeners have
2: the questions. And why does the kid not have an adult with him? Come here.
3: Don't shoot me. I- I'm just a child. Don't.
1: Yeah not a lot of adult supervision in the wild West. <laughs> Kids were left on their own, raised themselves, live on nothing but discarded rib bones
2: <laughs> and, ri- and, and wings. Hold and w- the turtle, make it pee. <laughs> make it rain. <pee. laughs> Man. That was a good one. I hope we get another ad next week. No, that's the only ad, but... uh, That's the last one. Where am I? There's a lot of uh, DJing going on, and it's not pretty. But we'll save that for a rainy day.
1: Well, this has been a blast, and thank you to Nabil. I feel kind of bad that he... (laughs) It's the night before he's moving. His wife's probably looking at him like, Really? You're on a phone call with Jay and Dan for 25 minutes? You haven't packed a thing? I'm eight months pregnant? You're holding a glass of scotch. <laughs> you, buddy. That's probably what was going on as we did that interview. So thank you, Nabil, so much. And Thanks, uh,
2: Christoph, for coming in while sick. Yeah. Get, uh, please get, stay on the other side of that glass.
1: Get some rest, my friend. Uh, you're not coming in for Landsberg and Koliakovo tomorrow. No. They, can, they can handle that themselves. Landsberg should be good, eh? Oh, yeah, on the board. You can handle that. That five-hour energy, it kills all sickness. Yeah, he he loves that stuff. Makes him a little sharper. That's what he says. <laughs> I feel a little sharper. Maybe it'll work for you.
2: <laughs> Does he uh, give you any? Look at Pierre yeah, Maguire yeah, and Anton Hudobin right now. <laughs> what are
1: they <you> talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny.
1: Anton Hudobin is the funniest guy ever. He looks... He could be 25, he could be 55. It's the age range. Good luck guessing that one. (laughs) And even if you do guess it, for sure he's lying. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, Guys,
2: it's been a lot of fun talking to you this week.
1: Sure has. uh, And I hope you have a great week, and we'll uh, talk to you next week.
2: Oh, yeah, my arm still really hurts. Forgot.
1: Can we hear that Selena and Barnes one more time?
2: (laughs) Selino and Barnes
0: into the attorneys 800-888-8888 Don't wait, call 8 They're going home!
2: The Jay and Dan Podcast.